Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's uh, a little different looking, ain't it, Jim? Right, we're in the same room. We're in the same room. Uh, we don't. We're not just sitting at the bar. I decided. Let me let me clean it up a little bit for us. Uh, not that we don't care about COVID, Jim, but I've had it, and you've had it. You don't care if I get it from you. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, this is something we've been wanting to get back to for a long time. And we're glad to do it. Plus, it's a lot easier for me to do things like this. <laughs> it was a good two years. <laughs> so, Jim. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Power Hour, episode 148. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it's good to be back. It is. It is. Yeah. So, we can finally share the same beer. And, you know, that was always a purpose of these podcasts. We're not... Just to do it online, obviously, if we talk to guests, we'll still do that. And maybe, maybe every so often, but still, it's better to do it in person. It's, a, it's just a lot easier. Um, Jim, so have you ever actually had anything from New Trail Brewing? I want to say yes, but I can't think of anything offhand. So I had mentioned, I actually went on uh, a group we're in with Breweries of PA and this beer is like sucked off big time. It's like they love everything from New Trail. I said, um, I've had a few things from them. Nothing's blown me away, but this one's pretty solid. I mean, it's not bad at all. It, uh, it's their hazy IPA, 6.5%. The Lift Pass hazy IPA, Brian. That's right, Jim. Hazy. <laughs> Damn it. Wait, I'm making sure. Good. There's no writing. That's why I have to keep doing it. He's getting cans for no writing for Jim. <laughs> He's looking feverishly. Jim, go ahead. Why don't you let them know uh, what kind of hop they oh. use? Well, Brian, it's got some El Dorado <laughs> and some wheat. Some wheat. And notes of high tropicals and juicy pineapple. So, first sip, what are you thinking of it so far? Because my taste still isn't fully back. I get the, uh, I definitely get the pineapple in like the middle towards like, especially in the aftertaste. Yeah. It really comes through there. Um, yeah, it's definitely a fruitier, more tropical kind of IPA. Juicy. Yeah. It's. It's what you would expect from a hazy IPA. Some good lacing on the glass there, so... That's a murky son of a bitch, isn't it? That is a... Yes, that is a good description. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy murky. But, like you said, it's definitely not a bad one. Um, so, by the time you're watching this, we just recently recorded something. So, the video's not out yet. But, I feel like we don't have to fully rehash everything we're playing. So, I'll ask... As part of level level fifty club, I know we're banging out games left and right, but what are you currently working on? Um, I so yeah, we just did a video for wrapping up our January games for the level fifty club. Which for anyone new to the show who doesn't know, we're both trying to beat fifty games in a year. It can be old games, can be new favorites, can be old favorites. So basically, take a picture when you beat the game. Hashtag level fifty club. Tag us on social media. That's it. That's all we ask. So. But, yeah, right now I am knee-deep still in both Blasphemous and back <laughs> in A Plague Tale. So, I saw you playing the shit out of that the one day. I was like, good, good. Yeah, I actually had a lot of time, more than normal, to myself to play games the past weekend. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I decided to sit down and spend a lot of time with the old Xbox. So, banged out a couple games for the list. And, yeah, Plague Tale is a big one I'm working on. Blasphemous is another big one I'm working on. I think I'm like 13 hours into Blasphemous now, Ooh. so... I didn't realize it was that long of a game. It's it's like a 20-hour game. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I'm still, like, not bored. I'm completely sucked into it, so. What? It seems like every time I play it, I, like, I don't play it, like, every day, but when I get sucked in, I play for, like, four hours. 
I like I I kind of like games like that that really push you to want to keep coming back. Yeah. What about Plague Tale? It, I'm on level seven now, and yeah, it's really really intense still. Did, didn't I say like when you first start it, it's so slow, and then as you go on, you're like, well, how are they gonna make the mechanics worthwhile or change it enough? And they do. I don't know how they do, but they do. Yeah, they mix everything together really well. And cool little, like, they're little, like, little hidden things that, like, you look at and you're like, oh, shit, what if I try this? And then, like, you restart from a checkpoint and you do it and then you get, like, a rare achievement mm -hmm. kind of deal. So, yep. it's got cool stuff like that in there. So, yeah, man, it tells a really, yeah, a little bit of a downer story. So, <laughs> Jim, uh, how many times have the rats eaten you? A few times. <laughs> I, now, I've been killed by the Inquisition way more times than I have been by the rats. Okay. Man, but when those rats, have you ever lost your little brother to the rats? Yes, I have. Is that not heart wrenching? Oh. Are you not like you? F it's like it sucks to die in a game, but when you see him go down, oh. aren't you like, what the fuck? Yep. Yeah, the game pulls no punches, so definitely worth checking out there. Soundtrack's awesome too. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah I um, I've been working on just behemoths of the game. I'll call it. So I started Witcher three, and so far I absolutely love the game. It's like, if you like Skyrim or games of that nature, you'll probably like it. The combat is obviously much, much better. You've never played any of Witchers, right? No. Do you, did you, do you watch a Netflix series? No. Okay, so you should. Um, <clears throat> but the game, I know it's easily a 50, 60 hour game. So that's going to be my, like, I figured, let me start that now, and I'll just keep playing that until a certain point. Um I am also going through uh, Castlevania Bloodlines because that's part nice. of the collection. You know, that's a game I, I'm sure I did beat it at some point, but I can't remember. It's been so long, so I'm just, you know what, let me fuck around and play with it. It's excellent. As I said when we did our reviews and when we talked about it, the only bad thing that had going for it was its competition with Super Castlevania 4. Outside of that, it's an excellent, excellent title, so... Yeah, I think those two, and that may be it right now. I'm just focusing really on, on those two games. Um, I'm sure I'll pick up little ones here and there, but Witcher 3, man, that's going to be my... Woo! That's gonna be my coup de gras. Yeah, I got a few. Uh, I got a few little guys I'm working on in the meantime, in yeah. between all the big ones. Just you know, you need the palate cleanse, but yeah, for sure. So now, Chambers. We have a decent amount of Patreon questions, but before we move on to that, I do want to reiterate what Jim said. I appreciate everyone who already has tagged us in Level 50 Club, and I'll put a little graphic here. You'll see I have created an actual board to keep track of everyone, and if you do it on Twitter, I'll just add you to the list. Let us know what you're playing. Come join the club. It's a lot of fun, and it is kind of almost... It's like a challenge that's encouraging to see other people like doing it and what they're playing, because I'm curious... If there's going to be a common game that all of us have played. So far, no. But I'm curious if there will be one. Yeah, it has been kind of across the board so far. Yeah, so I'm curious. I really want to see. So please, make sure you join that. And I only mention that before we get our questions because a lot of our Patreons have already done it. So please make sure, check it out, and join with us. Yes, and speaking of Patreons, uh, you keep making me say Patreons. They're patrons. <laughs> Patreon is the service. Patrons are the people it's on Dasani. it. It's Dasani. <sighs> Dasnia. You called it Dasnia. That's oh, yeah, what that's the joke right. Fuck! <laughs> so, asshole, back in college, we were drink, we were all hanging out freshman year, and he's like, 
Oh, we was like, we we're like, oh, look at Fancy Pants with his bottled water. He's like, what? A man can't enjoy his Dasnia? And we're like, his what? He's like, Dasnia. I have my Dasnia. We're like, Dasani? He's like, oh, is that how you say it? Jim, I don't know why you're making fun of somebody that has dyslexia. Because I'm ableist, Brian. That's why. <laughs> Damn you, Jim. Ableist and proud. But yes, um, so getting to Patreon. Actually, we have to give a special shout out to our newest patron, Mr. Travis Lee. Actually, Woo-hoo! of the Roast Mortem podcast. Make sure to check him out in that podcast. It's fucking great. If you like history and if you like guys sitting around and just bashing dead people, it's a perfect podcast for you. Thank you, Travis. Yes. So, first up from J.D. Maines. Is it right that Jim does the Packy One Chip Challenge and Brian doesn't? I can't afford to order a PS5 for Brian, but I would gladly fork over the funds for a Brian One Chip Challenge. Yeah, I'd be fine doing it. It'll just hurt me a lot more than Jim, because I actually have GERD, but... Bitch, I'm, bitch, I'm, bitch. But I'm fine doing it. Like, I love spicy shit. Alright, next up from Gamer Astral. Now with Microsoft owning Activision Blizzard, mm-hmm. which franchise would you like to see revived? I mean, that's kind of going to be the big topic of the night, but yeah, you can hop into this part of it now. We can. Um, I guess define revive, because I can't off the top of my head think of any major franchises that died. For me. Spyro, probably. You know, I, I have a few of the games. I actually think I have like one on GameCube or something, but like, I never got into that series. Yeah, I never, I never played a lot of Spyro, but I know it's been a long time since they've really had a game in that franchise. Uh, I mean, they own your precious Hellblade now, so hopefully they but bang out a already, second one. Well, they, the second one's already done. Oh. It's being released in a couple months. Oh. So, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, I don't know. There's nothing that's been... Uh, Pitfall! Dis- Bring back Pitfall! <laughs> Jim, I was expecting you to say River Raid. You can't top perfection, bro. <laughs> I would actually love to see, like, a rehash of River Raid. Like, give me a rehash of, like, all the old, like, Atari games in, like, one form or another. Where, like, little, like, even, like, little cheapy remasters or little revisiteds and stuff like that. Just do a full pack of all the Atari Activision games in HD remakes. That's it. Yeah, that would be cool with me. Yeah. No, I, like I said, all the major things are from Blizzard and Activision, I already kind of like. So, yeah, I'm not missing anything particular, but good question. Right, wipe your eye. You have a fuzzy on your eyelash and it's bugging the shit out of me. <laughs> Wait, which eyelash? Why didn't you say something before? No, the other one. The other eye. Wait. Where is it? This eye, that eye. All right, good, you got it. All right. <laughs> you can't see it on the camera, but it's bugging me the fuck, like crazy. This is this is the shit I haven't had to deal with for two years. Jim, Next you up, you have a goddamn stain right there. Boop. <laughs> I get my five year old with that all the time. <laughs> did you miss doing this live, Jim? Oh, did I ever? <laughs> Oh, actually, speaking of uh, franchises, from Bird Retinas, mm. there have been hints and rumors of Guitar Hero returning. Could this style of game thrive today, or would it be just a flash of short-lived nostalgia? There's still lots of used rock band sets and guitars in reseller stores. Oh, man. When rock, when Guitar Hero and Rock... What, what's the other one? Um, rock Band and rock Guitar band. Hero. When those hit, man, it was like... I don't want to call it lightning in a bottle, because it did last for a really long time. But I feel like everyone really got their fill. Oh, they overexposed the shit out of it. That's what I mean. So it's like, I know they've tried other things. They did DJ Hero, and I I think, wasn't it like piano, all this shit. I I don't know what it would take to bring it back, but it's almost at the point of, 
it will never be as successful as it once was. I don't ever see that coming back in a full wave. Honestly, the people who would buy it would be Gemini's generate the ones that grew up and then we were teenagers doing it. Like, I just don't see kids, younger kids really being into it. Although, if you know, if it came out today, they would put it to kids and it would be all like Disney favorites and it would Probably be all those idea. songs. It would be very smart because every young kid would want to play it. But, uh, yeah, I personally like it would be fun to do it, and I do enjoy playing those. But the real bitch of it is always like, you gotta drag out the stuff. The guitar is easy, but if like, you want to do drums and other stuff, yeah. But they're still fun games. I just don't think they would last in today's market. You need time. You need because they tried to bring it back like three ish years ago. I want to say with like Rock Band Four and Guitar Hero Live, and they both bombed. Yeah, because like people were still just burnt out from the craze. Because like. When I say overexposed, like, you were getting, like, two to three releases a year. Like, it was insane. So, uh, yeah, like, you just need a lot of time before you can bring it back for it to be, like, successful. Well, here's the other question. Weren't there, like, people doing mods to put in other songs into those games? Oh, yeah. So, I'm not saying that modding fixes it. I mean, there were people modding electronic kits to work with it and all that shit and stuff, too. Like, real instruments and crap like that. All kinds of different shit. My only thing is... And now I'm going to make myself sound old, but like it hit most of the music you'd want to play on those instruments anyway. So modern music, like there's probably not as many great hits unless you're only going for a younger audience. Imagine Dragon's Hero. <laughs> exactly. So Machine Gun Kelly Hero. I, I Here's the deal. I do think if they did go a route of like Disney, so you include Star Wars, Marvel, all the Disney movies, and you really just make it for kids. That's a market you could hit. But for the teenage generation, like Jim said, you need a lot of time. Oh, Fetty Wap Hero. <laughs> exactly. Travis Scott. <laughs> it's a great question. I just, yeah, I personally, I don't see it coming back for any time soon, at least if it wants to be successful. Yeah, nah, that sounds about right. And last up from our newest patron, Travis Lee. I'm a huge fan of Eternal Darkness for GameCube. The self-aware breaking fourth wall insanity freakouts, uh, aka your system corrupting and deleting your save file, I absolutely loved. I can't think of many games that did that. The only other ones I'm aware of are Metagross Solid with Psycho Manus and Undertale. Anyway, what are your favorite uh, break the fourth wall moments in a game? The one I always think of is X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> it's so annoying because it's tougher to do on emulation, but for it's Mojo's level, right? Yeah. And you have to hit reset. It, it That was, as a kid, I didn't know it. This is one of those things, like, I found out from somebody else. I was like, the game just fucking stops at this level. And they're like, no, you have to hit reset, because I didn't have the magazines. But there have been other games. Um, didn't Superhot do something like that? Uh, kind of, because I was thinking of Superhot, because, like, I mean, I'm a spoiler for five-some-year-old game. <laughs> like, basically, like eventually like at the very end of the game you like you shoot yourself and like you're basically you're setting your mind free from your body and like becoming one with the game kind of deal but that's more like the narrative of the game and not so much like messing with the player itself yeah um observer has a few moments and that's like a whole cyberpunky game but now nothing as deliberate as um x-men as x-men or eternal darkness i think those two we're pretty unique in doing it that way. We could be wrong. Like I said, I'm sure there are other games that have that gimmick. Really, uh, yeah, I'm blanking because I know I've played other ones, but I just can't think of them right now. Yeah, but 
Now, that is a great question, and maybe that could make an easy six-pack list. Oh, yeah. The best breaking the fourth wall. So Thanks for the thank idea. Thank you, Travis. Appreciate it. I'll definitely comment. I'll mention you in the video. Coming out gun swinging. So, yeah. Gun swinging, is that the... No, it isn't. That's not the <laughs> But anyway, it's good to be back. Thank you once again to all of our lovely patrons. Patreon.com slash drink a beer fruit play a game. So $2 gets a question every week. 5 bucks gets you a bonus episode, which we'll be recording this week. And you also get a game, re to, eh, game request of your choice. I'm, I'm under pressure here. I'm in front of the camera. I'm in front of you. I can't do this shit. And then all the other tiers, just go to the page and check it out. And if you're new to the podcast, please check us out on iTunes and Spotify. Leave a five-star review. Write down any comment. We'll read whatever five-star comment we get. Thank you, guys. Cheers. All right, Chambers. This son of a bitch news had to come out the day after we did our podcast for you. Literally the day after. It basically came out less than 12 hours after we recorded last week. So, if you know even a hint about gaming, you know what? Even if you don't know about gaming, there's pretty big purchase in the world, Jim. And it's not goddamn NFTs. What was it? Well, Brian, <laughs> Activision Blizzard has been reportedly sold to Microsoft for the minimal sum of 69 billion dollars here's first question did they pay too much or not enough so that's kind of a weird one because with the recent scandals you're like did they take enough of a hit to be like should they be undervalued but at the end of the day well there's actually like a billion theories around that like there's the conspiracy theories oh, that like God. they like purposely released all this information like Microsoft, so Microsoft like, did this to them. To yeah, like, Microsoft did this to them to lower their value so that they could buy them for a cheaper price. Um, apparently, Bobby Kotick has a clause in his contract that basically it's like I forget what the legalese term is. It's like a protection clause for his position. Sure. So apparently, the if I'm reading this right. He apparently is entitled to a third of Activision Blizzard's worth if it gets sold and he gets, like, told to leave, basically. So, on its face, it stands that he could be getting a $20 million buy, a billion dollar buyout to be told to go away. If he gets told to go away. Right, which hasn't happened yet. And yeah, we'll well, actually which, get to that. Which, yeah, which, you know, that's something right there. If he has a clause like that, then, yeah, why would you get rid of, forget bad press. That much bad press can't be worth twenty billion. Ah. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but but what I will say is, you look at the franchises. Obvious, Call of Duty, World of, World of Warcraft. The big one that I think is the underhand one, and it's been talked about a lot, is Candy Crush. Yeah. And Microsoft has said numerous times they want to really get into the mobile market, so that's an easy in. But I mean. The list could go on for the games that are now under Microsoft. I mean, we talked... Call of Duty, Hellblade, uh, like Crash Bandicoot. Uh, oh, Spyro. Like, it's it's absolutely Guitar insane. Hero, like we Guitar just talked Hero. about. Guitar Hero. I mean, here's the deal. They, we were joking back when they bought Blizz or, uh, Bethesda, and we're like, damn, they're just buying up some crazy shit. And they've actually done this in the past. When they bought Rare... Yeah. And what was it? Oh nine. Overwatch, Diablo, Starcraft. I'm already forgetting yeah. about all these other ones yeah, too. But yeah, that, but like, they, no, they they bought Rare back in like 2001, 2002. Was it that? Okay. Yeah. So I mean, they this isn't a first, even close to first time, but they've been doing it slowly. And we've made jokes like, okay, we've seen articles about them trying to buy Sega. Could it be funny? In reality, they probably now really we know now they probably really did throw out an offer. 
I seem to see... It's funny. Like, I mean, they tried to buy Nintendo back in 2000. And they got laughed out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? The rate they're going, there is a point where... How many times do you think WWE threatened or offered to buy WCW and were laughed out of the room until they did? Yeah. Actually, Ted Turner wasn't giving that shit up at all because he loved wrestling. But then when he got kind of booted from Turner Broadcasting, yeah. then the owners were just like, all right, get this wrestling shit off our networks. So when you, when there's a Cosby room for Nintendo, that's when they... <laughs> I mean, the Smash community, you already know what that's like. Oh. <laughs> so here's the deal. I've seen a lot of people basically go, this is... A monopoly, 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 monopoly. Which, it's okay. not. It's not it, yet. It's, yet. it's not yet. yet. But here's the other thing. Microsoft, we're also forgetting... They did buy Minecraft. Yeah. So the only game that would, if they were to say we're going to purchase Fortnite and make it exclusive, then I would go, oh shit, maybe there's something to this Monopoly. Right now, you know, it's just they've got the lion's share of some of the largest franchises ever. Well, I mean, they just bought the largest eastern what do you call it or eastern western game developer so like the largest independent game developer company in north america they just bought yeah and like microsoft's always struggling in japan so it's almost like they're kind of focusing more just on what works for them so, so what you're saying is go usa yeah. <laughs> microsoft's new logo is a bald eagle that hey man they can use the yingling eagle what? oh i did that yeah. <laughs> but, but here but do you okay Monopoly aside. And, like, it's not a monopoly because even with all these acquisitions, Xbox is still, like, only... Now they're number three as far as, like, game companies go, as far as, like, size and power. Like, one's Tencent, two is Sony, and now three... Microsoft's three, so... Sony is still two? Yeah. Wow. No, I mean, like, Sony's been crushing... Their gaming division's what's been keeping Sony alive, and, like, they've dominated every generation since they've come out, except for, like, the PS3 generation. That was, like, the closest it's ever been. Yeah. So, ever since then, like, they have just crushed everyone. Well, what's really going to be telling is what comes out with this this gen and the following in terms of how many of these games do are they going to make exclusive? Because they've said some of them we're, we're not going to keep exclusive. And you got to be careful when they say that. Some of the times they mean, well, it'll be available on PC through our Game Pass. Right. So, it's not just our console. So, that's a way they're doing it. But I also see them, like... You're probably going to see a lot of mobile adaptations because they have things like Candy Crush. Yeah. Like, it's going to be very interesting. I, I just like it because we've said in the past, Microsoft, we love their interface. Their first party games, there's not that many great ones. They've struggled a little bit. And they should just be a procurer of other of other people. Okay, so, all right, here's one for you. Because that was a complaint that a lot of people had, is they're like, Oh, what do you call it? Like, great people make lazy people buy or some shit. Something along those lines. So, like, like I guess a lot of people are just trying to dumb the facts. Like, oh, they can't make good games, so they'll just buy people who can. It's like... Yes. Okay. That's... Have you... I mean, is do people not know the way of the world? Because here's the deal. If you want to take that approach, then you should be equally mad at these great game developers for, quote-unquote, selling out. Which is a stupid, like, at the end of the day, nobody gets into it, you do love games, sure. 
But everyone at the end of the day has a job because they want to make money. No one wants to fail at a game. Well, I, one thing I love is like a lot of the people who are complaining the loudest about this for like there. I mean, there's things you can complain about. Yeah. But like, it's a lot of franchises that people just like hate anyway. Mm -hmm. Like Call of Duty, Candy Crush. Like, yeah. Now, I love how many people are defending Call of Duty now, or the same people are shitting on Call of Duty. Well, it's actually funny because like when you were talking about like the exclusivity thing, because we have a buddy of ours who like kind of works for Sony now, <laughs> and he was telling me he's like. Dude, Call of Duty is, like, the highest-selling game on PlayStation. Yeah. So, like, I could easily see Microsoft... Microsoft. <laughs> I could easily see Microsoft doing what they do with uh, Minecraft and still say, oh, we'll just still sell it everywhere. But, like, we'll make the money on your dime, basically. Yeah. Which, to me, would be smart. That... And that's the thing, is Microsoft... I don't think they're as petty. They're not a Nintendo. They're going to not be petty, and they want to maximize these dollars. But they also want to try to probably edge the competition towards xbox so what you will see is remember uh, a couple years ago the big to do was uh wow xbox is getting like some of the call of duty shit earlier in playstation and this generation it was the opposite playstation yep. i think now you're only gonna see xbox get all the early call of duty drops oh yeah the betas all the shit that people really care about that are really invested you're gonna see that for all the games and it's gonna be like well, yes, it is available for PlayStation, or I can get all this other shit. Just like PlayStation did the shitty thing with the Avengers game, making Spider-Man only for that cop for a PlayStation copy. Right. I could see that with a ton of Xbox games now, where you only get exclusive characters on Xbox. Actually, to go back to what do you call it, uh, fucking Astral's question about like reviving franchises, like Blizzard's been a shit dick company for like a while now. Mm -hmm. This is like this is our chance to get StarCraft back. Like, like yeah. we're like I mean, and look, maybe people can feel less guilty now. Like we said it when the controversies about Activision first dropped, we we're just like, look, everyone's gonna bitch and complain on Twitter, but everyone's gonna go buy Diablo two when it gets remastered oh, and comes for out, sure. and that's what fucking everyone did. Like no one votes with their wallet and shit like that. No. So like here here's my theory on it. Like every, like Activision with all their controversies, they're the big bad guy in the room. For obvious reasons. Like, yeah. I'm not going to downplay, blah, 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 you know. So, uh, but it's also, it, there's a weird thing when you say that, because, whatever, say they have 9,000 employees. If they have 50 real shitheads at the top, it doesn't reflect all the other employees. No. So, it's like the guy who's actually developing the games you do enjoy from his companies wasn't the one being a piece of shit versus somebody higher up. Right. So it's like yeah, it's there. There's that, but I mean, there's still also like the representatives of the company too. Like no one's gonna like you know go on social media and lambast you know QA tester number four, shit like that. Yeah. So like that's not what people are gonna think of when they think of you know the games and all that crap. Oh yeah. Like it really, just comes down. It comes down to fucking Bobby Kotick. Like he's been the big bad supervillain of like gaming for like a decade now. Mm -hmm. And let's let's cut the brass tacks. If Activision Blizzard didn't get bought out, he wasn't going anywhere. Like, because Activision Blizzard still made all the money, even with all, like, the stock losses and all the bullshit that was going on lately. They still made money hand over fist. So, as long as they make money, the board of directors is happy, and the board of directors is making their money, you're not getting rid of Bobby Kotick. So, you can hate that Microsoft bought this out. But, if you actually care about getting rid of, like, the big supervillain, this is the best chance he got. Yeah. And even with his fucking, like, you know, his 30% clause or whatever it is, I'm sure, like... Phil Spencer has said before, like, that's one thing people always brought up, too. Yeah. Like, a couple weeks ago, Phil Spencer was like, all right, we're going to seriously reconsider our involvement with hosting any Activision Blizzard games and shit like that. 
and you know until you know uh, they either get rid of Bobby or do some upheaval with the management, and then they turn around and buy them. So everyone's going, oh, I guess money talks. I mean, yeah, money does talk. Exactly. But maybe this is you know a fucking 4D chess move where maybe this is like Phil really wanting to get rid of Bobby Goddamn Kotick. So it's like, look, if they're not going to do it, he I'll walks, just fucking do yeah, it. Yeah, he walks the walk, and yeah. And, and look, time will tell, yeah. too. Like, if, you know, we're five years down the line and Bobby Kotick's still there and all those upper management, then yeah, blast him all you want. Like, sure. yeah. Like, they didn't do shit about it. Like, obviously, it's fair game at that point. But you never know, because, like, he's got this $30, million, $30 billion clause in his contract. But you know who's the only people in the world who can out-legal dollars that? It's fucking Microsoft. So if there's anyone's going to... Because there's other reports that came out later that's like, Bobby's still expected to leave, and maybe with, like, a $400 million settlement, which, wow, 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 only $400 million. How is he going to survive, Jim? How can he survive? So, like, uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about this. And this is a fucking other thing. Like, everyone's like, <laughs> goddamn, uh, like, you know, all Microsoft does is, you know, kill games and companies. Well, this is the company everyone hates anyway. So, it's like, what, now all of a sudden everyone loves Activision because they got bought by a bigger guy? Like, all of a sudden everyone's saying, oh, poor Activision. and That's what they like to do. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> people are gonna bitch i you know what as someone who adopts jim and i have said we're both we're not exclusive to any console except for the fact right now we can't get new consoles but at the end of the day i am gonna get a ps5 i am gonna get the xbox series x and 12 years later when switch finally or nintendo gives a console that's kind of comparable to right now they won't i'll get that when it's cheap but here's the deal um I like it because I'll have Xbox and things like Game Pass. I like that model. Yes, the price is going to go up. If you don't think it is, that's crazy. Yeah, but with the games it's going to get, it's got to. It's and it's reasonable. But I mean, you're going to be the home of Bethesda and call it like they have just crushed the casual market. Yeah, so it should go up. Put it up a couple dollars a month. I you know I'm fine with it. What I want to hear is from you all. What do you think of the acquisition? Are you pissed off? Are you happy? I don't like it for the fact that like people on Xbox want to rub it in PlayStation's face because that's petty Oh, to God, me. the console war people. I, all of you shut the fuck up. I don't like that. But if you truly like it for other reasons, I just want to hear why. That's all I want because if it's just anti-capitalism and whatever, then I don't care. That's too easy. Give me a reason why you don't like it or you do like it. Just let us know in the comments below. Yeah. All right, Chambers. So we're back. Uh, we finished this. So what'd you think of the lift pass? It was really good. Um, I don't know if it was like you know one of the like the most amazing beers I've ever had in my life, but like it was a really solid fruity IPA. Did it get the job done? Oh, we got the job done. <laughs> so yeah, New Trail. That's how I feel about all their beers so far. I've not had a bad one. I'm just waiting for that one that makes me understand why everyone goes crazy over them. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's a citrus IPA. It's good. It's good shit. It's fine. But uh, <clears throat> now we are moving on to the Otter Creek Brewing's handheld IPA and what is one of the coolest cans. Um, obviously, we love video game themed beers. And but I, you had some articles on the website about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this one, I love the design. I'm shocked Nintendo wanted put pull it down because it looks a little too much like Zelda. But, uh, Jim, I'll actually let you read the back, because it's not much writing, and it's actually good. Yep. So, this is the Handheld IPA, A Tale of Three Hops. 
It's like the Triforce. A legendary tri-hop adventure packed with Simcoe, Centennial, and Chinook varieties. It's dangerous to go alone. Take an IPA. <laughs> it's like the game. It's a game you bashed. No, I loved Link's Awakening. This is from the first game. No, this is based on Link's Awakening. It's clearly based on Link's Awakening. Jim. That's the Game Boy one. That it's dangerous to go alone, take an IPA. Yeah, that's lines from the first one. Of course, it's yeah, fucking. That's what I mean. It, but yeah, but the, the like the design has got the mountain. It's based on Link's Awakening with the picture and all. Because there's no mountains in goddamn first one. I mean, Death Mountain, <laughs> but shut. So yeah, uh, I Windfish. Have, I have not tried this one yet. I'm letting the head calm down on mine because it is super foamy. Or you can but, look at mine. Yeah, it's much more clear this time. It's not as murky. Um, I would say I'd smell it, but honestly, my smell's not fully back yet. So, and I've never had good smell. No, my smell is still probably better than Jim's, even though I lost it. <laughs> For high three weeks of COVID, it's a little better than my ten years of smoking. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, I'd like to be referred to as a survivor at this point. So, <laughs> as, as we move on, um, <laughs> you're you're a survivor, and I'm ableist. What an episode! <laughs> so. Something I saw someone post, I, I forget where it was, I tagged you on Facebook. Yeah. But they put a question out there, I was like, that kind of interests me, which was, um, now with Microsoft purchasing all these game companies, would you like to see a mascot game? And first, I, I laughed because how many people were like, they still don't have anything. I'm like, well, that's just stupid to say. But um, realistically, they have more than enough to make a really fun mascot game, because we saw playstation all-stars was a really fun game underrated underrated flawed yeah. but underrated so i wanted to read off some of the ones i had and i want to see if you can add any or if there's something you would change okay so right off the bat master chief right do you add in a second halo character like the arbiter you could do arbiter you could even do cortana one of her forms do the sexy okay. form because i want the boobies. i almost thought like could you have her as a special ability with with master chief that, that could be like a final smash too yeah um next i have felix from gears of war yeah or no i'm sorry marcus marcus phoenix marcus phoenix yeah. yeah um same deal do you have the main bad guy from one of the gears of war as another character in that um like in that first one i forget his name but the pale looking bad I, guy i'm not as big of a game gears of okay. war guy so i couldn't say yes but maybe if you need spot fillers next you have to no, you know, not for a first game not for a first game. okay so call of duty I would say Captain Price is the one that's been in the most, or Ghost. Soap. Soap's not in as much as Captain Price. Soap. I know that's all you know, you son of a bitch. Um, but those are easy ones. Uh, Elder Scrolls, Dovahkiin. Yeah. Like, I, of all the characters, and I know I know people love all the other ones. Oh, that's like the easiest Final Smash ever. Horse room, plah, and yeah. you blow everyone away. Or, you, yeah, you call in a dragon, or like, whatever it is um i'm throwing this in here doom guy yeah they have him now he's got to be in there <laughs> and you know what make it a legit do somehow figure out work this shit out microsoft you can afford it get uh nether realms and do a rated r smash style game in those graphics like mortal kombat with doom guy actually why the fuck has doom guy never been in a mortal kombat it does seem like a missed opportunity yeah <clears throat> come on hire us um yes 
Next, someone from World of Warcraft. I don't know anything about that game, but I'm sure there has to be a main character. What are the pandas? Do the panda expansion. Do, do, do something. I don't know. Someone has to be a main character out there, right? Yeah, I don't know shit about World of Warcraft. Wait, what fuck? Uh, who? Goddamn! If we're speaking of World of Warcraft, who made Stick of Truth? Who is the developer behind that? Are they owned under this bubble now? Because I'd say put like kill two birds with one stone and put like Cartman in Warcraft as like the character um... representative. I don't know. I forget. I don't think they're under the bubble. I don't though. think they are. Ah. <clears throat> um, this one I think you'll like. Cuphead. Oh, yeah. That's Microsoft exclusive. Well, no. I mean, it's on Switch now. It's a, Yeah, but I'm saying it's originally a Microsoft Yeah, entity. but like Studio, Just MDR. yes. I would love to see it there. Yeah. Um, a Titan from Titanfall. Yeah. So, like, or, I mean, you could do a pilot. See, see it's weird because like... Do you just call in the Titan? But, like, Titanfall is also kind of a failed series, so, like, they might not do it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, I, lo- I love yeah. the shit out of Titanfall. I'm basically trying to get to a 20-core roster. Right. I mean, Crash. <clears throat> well, I ha- so I have him, a Vault Boy. V- yeah, Vault Boy or just, like, Vault Dweller. I was going to do Vault Boy. Yeah, one of those, and basically he can call in, like, Death Claws. He can call in, like, all the random enemies. Um, and maybe if you pick a special variant of him, he's like the Brotherhood of Steel Vault Boy. Yeah. And you can call in shit like that. Yeah. Um, the main character from Dishonored. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, the main character from Wolfenstein. Oh, AJ yeah. Blaskowitz. Yeah. Uh, Tony Hawk on a <laughs> skateboard. You can do that. That would be cool. Would he have the, the cast of Jackass back him up? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need Jackass. They need him. Um, obviously main character from Diablo. I think the first one was named Aiden. The other ones, I don't know enough about, but do some Diablo. Um, I would throw some rare games under there, like Conquer or Banjo. Yeah, you could easily. You obviously can't do Donkey, but I feel like Conquer and Banjo, you could. Uh, you're going to hate this one. Minecraft, Steve. I would not hate that. I didn't hate it when they put him in Smash. I was 100% for that. Everyone else hated it. I mean, you hate him. You said how much... I don't hate Mike. What the... What the <laughs> fuck? I almost created Gamers Man around this. God damn it. Main character from Psychonauts. Whoever's the main psycho. Yeah, I mean, you gotta put something from Undertale in there because it's, like, super popular. Sure. You put in, like, Sans or Flowery or none of those fucking ones. Uh, the, the character from Evil Within and, once again, Colin... The backup see, see, again, I don't think that's, like, a first release one. Like, that could be, like, the second game when you expand the roster. Yeah. Uh, Spyro. Spyro, I think, is fine. And, and, like I said, Crash, you already mentioned. Right. But just that alone. You're telling me you couldn't make a sellable mascot game? Microsoft, fucking hire us. Yeah, I mean, you could do fucking Kerrigan from StarCraft. You could do, one like, Tracer, one of the other ones from Overwatch. Yeah, but that, shit like that game suck. Except for Overwatch. Those are good games. StarCraft. <laughs> you put my See, sexy Zerg Queen in there. That's all it. you want. You just want her for Yes. That. Yes, I do. You have enough fapping material. <laughs> you can always use some more. <laughs> now, yeah, I thought I thought about uh, Overwatch. Yeah, it, it'd be tough. Because then who do you pick from... That there's a lot of loved characters in there. Yeah, I think Tracer's like the most popular one. Probably. But, yeah. Because that's the only one I can name. But But like I said, you I don't want to see you try to do it, even like PlayStation somehow 
Do the mechanics, like I said, like Nether Realms, because with the people you got, you know what I want to see is like a goofy thing. Like go back to the old like like fucking fighting vipers. Like put a car from fucking Forza in there as a fightable I, character. I, I, you know, I honestly, I thought about that. I was like, it'd be funny just have a car ride in there as from Forza. Yep, they um, did it with the Daytona car. God damn it. Yeah, I think. I I mean, you know what? Or well, I mean, it wouldn't be smart right away to use someone from Killer Instinct because. You know that's already a fighting game. But yeah, you. But you could definitely have what's down, down the line. Down the line, one of them. Yeah. Um, I do think it would be a funny kind of uh, shitting on PlayStation though if they made Crash like really dopey. Well, How yeah. he was the mascot for a while, and it's like who to do? Dopey. <laughs> And like one, and like say it's a hit, like you know, unlike PlayStation Battle Stars are sort of yeah, yeah. Um, like then you know the next games you could do like your Evil Within's. Like I would like to see the guy from Sunset Overdrive in there. Like, I, I thought about him, and I was, like I love that game, but that was a bomb of a game. So like that's got to be down the line. Um, that would be an easy. You know, if you're gonna throw in someone weird... from fucking Rise, Son of Rome, they like the. I saw that. I was like, you know, what? even I wouldn't put that. In. I was like, no, don't don't do that. But you know what? That like, could be like the third game. I think. Oh. uh put Stubbs the zombie in there blinks fucking blinks blinks you can put blinks i mean you have more than enough come on i'll say it again fucking hire us we know what we're come on yeah we have we have, we have the stuff we got knowledge we, yeah. yeah we got opinions real men of genius oh speaking <laughs> of things to bring back yeah <laughs> so you guys let us know in the comments if they ever made a mascot game for microsoft who do you want to see in it who? Microsoft with the umbrella of Activision Blizzard and Bethesda yeah, exactly. and everyone That's the fuck I mean. else in Rare. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. So, you guys, you let us know what you think. Shit, with that, at that point, you could even do an FPS Battle Royale. Because you get a perfect Dark, Doom, like all these people we already named just shooting each other. That is true. Fucking hire us. God damn it. <laughs> but seriously. So, getting sticking with Microsoft but jumping to a specific tweet... Um, we have the link below, but this comes to us from Steven Totillo. Totillo. I think he's like the head of Kotaku or one of them or former Kotaku editor in chief. Yeah. So basically he was talking about the Microsoft PR person, uh, was commenting on Kotick leaving. He said, Bobby will lead, um, Activision Bethesda as CEO as he has for the last 30 years. Together, Bobby and Phil will work together to ensure the transition to this exciting new combined enterprise. The Activision Blizzard business will report to Phil after the close. Um, then he goes into, I guess, like the exclusivity stuff. But basically, it goes back to what Jim and I were saying. Like, was Phil doing this? Is he going to fire him? Like, what's going to happen? Of course, the immediate response is this, but what do you think, like, I mean, I guess, what was the outrage from this? Did you see a lot? Oh, yeah, the outrage was, oh, of fucking course they're leaving Bobby on. They're, 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 you know, they're all just talking bullshit. They don't really fucking care about getting rid of the bad guys, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You just bought a company for 70 billion goddamn dollars. Like, you're gonna, you're gonna grease the wheels a little bit of your new purchase and then trim the fat later if you're going to do anything yeah and then people started talking about um like how when activision bought a shitload of stuff in the early 90s they fired everyone immediately and just put their people in place like there's two different ways you can do big corporate takeovers you can do it like you know the easy pr way or the you know boots in the mud kick everyone out kind of way 
I think if you're spending $70 billion, you might not want to jettison everyone right away when you don't have a core, you know, solid core gaming division in place. Yeah. It's just my idea there. Maybe if, you know, they had a shitload of exclusives and just decide to buy this, then maybe, but not kind of really work with that. So, and I think especially because of Bobby's, you know, that $30 billion deal that I talked about, maybe they're, you know, they're greasing the wheels and talking the talk right now. They're also probably trying- Again, cautiously, optimistic. Yeah. If they don't do anything, then, you know, come back to me years down the line and say, oh, Jim's wrong again. <laughs> fine. Fine. Jim, it's not like you don't have a few of Fine. Water's wet. What the fuck? <laughs> but yeah. yeah, people were writing shit like, damn it, this is so gross. Like, it, like, it was literally like an hour after the deal was announced. Yeah, and it's funny. And, like, yeah, it's not the thing you want to see, but we're talking $70 billion goddamn dollars. Yeah. That's... And there's also, they really did that. There's also a theory out there that they spent $70 billion because act, actually Damn Activision it. Blizzard was kind of valued at around $50 billion, and they're just assuming the extra 20 to $30 billion to is to cover him. That's a theory out there. That would make sense. So maybe they actually, you know, planned ahead for the fucking... But then they'd be like, but you're willing to pay such a gross man because they don't care about contracts. Do you, do, you, do, you want, do you want the bad guy out or not who's not going to be touched anyway? Like, this is, this, is, this is America. Like, fucking... Like, he's the top one of the top 1%. So he's going to be a shmillionaire no matter what. Yeah. So if you want to if you want to get rid of someone like that, you got you to gotta spend some money. What would the million dollar man say? Everyone's got a price. And then go, ha But, Jim, what if Phil, as he kicked him out, shoved a dollar bill down his throat? Oh, and kicked the basketball out of his yep. hand? <laughs> so, obviously, same deal. Let us know what you think below. I think to oversimplify something like Jim saying a $70 billion deal is just kick him out. Microsoft is probably trying to learn from their old mistakes. Yeah. Hey, how about this? How about, fuck you, you get $70 billion. You buy it, and then you jettison everyone who made it worth seventy billion. Not saying I'm saying these are great people. I'm just saying. Wait, don't you have a poster of him at your house? I jerk off to it every night. I give him tributes. Why did you call it tributes? God damn it! Right, I have to give him the gift. Ow! <sighs> be bruised tomorrow. <laughs> Miss this. What happened to Jim? I fell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then <clears throat> this one. So actually, and right before we, one final little dumb thingy. Last thing. Last dumb thing. Because look, this is the biggest news of fucking the, the decade so far in gaming. Yeah. So easily. So apparently there is another story that came out in the whole hoopla of all this happening. That apparently there is talks before of in the middle of all their controversies, Activision Blizzard actually considered buying high... Kotaku and PC Gamer to fix their public image. I So, it's a report published by the Wall Street Journal, and I'll be honest, I did not read it, but here's the deal. And this, and we got this off IGN, which there's a funny little irony there. Yes. here Here's the deal. I don't, I'm not trying to demean gaming journalism. I am. But, here's the deal. Like, that would be something where I'd say, like, okay, everyone's called Microsoft a monopoly and calling in. Like, I think there would be, if this was a true gaming journalism site, like, you're not allowed to buy it. Or even if you did, then you just realize who bought it, and then you can't take any of their shit serious. Which, does anyone take their shit 
that serious to heart. PC gamer, maybe. Um, Kotaku, obviously, is Kotaku at this point, the general public guy. So, and I mean, these sites are still around for a reason. Like, the casuals will go to it and shit. They, but, and that, and, but that's the deal. Like, but here's the thing. Like, the second people know that what it actually Activision is. bought these things, then they're not going to take any, an Activision article seriously on there. Like, wouldn't it have almost been a waste of money for Activision to do that? Yeah. Or Jim. That's probably why it didn't happen, because they probably went... They probably did a cost-benefit analysis and went, nah, this probably wouldn't work out. Yeah. But that is... If it... Let me say if this is true, like, is this a situation where they just were, like, actually poaching these guys and saying, like, what's a number? Or was it just kind of like someone, like, throwing it out there? I don't know. It's probably a thing they talked about internally and then, like... Somebody probably said, like, yeah, I was in a high-level meeting, and they threw it out there. But they, if they actually went to the companies and made offers, that's one thing. I think you would have heard about that, though. That's my point. So that's why I'm like, you can't just take, like, high-level people because with any job, you'll come into an issue and you go, how can we brainstorm a way to do it? And someone will throw out the most crazy shit. Someone's like, just fucking buy them. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... You know, you don't put too much... Like what Phil Spencer said to the board of directors about Activision Blizzard. Yeah. How do we just, fix this? Let's fucking buy them. Just, just buy them. So, yeah. I mean, it's an interesting little article. I want you to read it. But at the end of the day, don't put too much stock in it. If it is just coming from a situation like that, I don't like leaks like that that are just like basic bullshit talk. Now, Brian. Go on. That was Advocate. Go ahead. What if they made Kotaku better they very well could could they make it worse ah. you're still gonna get the same stuff it'll just be lean number one it might be a little more rapey <laughs> damn it I mean, there's any, always a chance depends on who's running it it's only if their background border is cosby <laughs> yeah, Brian, it's not just a cosby <laughs> but here even though that is a hilarious logo for it now but here's the deal um I already have a huge issue with gaming journalism. And Jim and I, we've said this before. And if we're being honest, you do feel a certain sense of you don't want to bash the shit out of people who give you free copies of games because that's just bad form. Like, you'll let them down easy. But Yes, the way, we would never do that. But the way IGN, Kotaku, and maybe, maybe PC Gamer, I'm not going to definitely say... Like, their reviews, like, how many goddamn 9s and 10s can there be out there for games? I mean, that's the meme about IGN. Like, a bad review on an IGN's a 7. That's my point. And, like, if you set that as your quality of excellence, like, everything's a 9, everything's a 10. Like, get the fuck out. Like, I have a huge problem, which is why, like, when people, some people have commented on our videos, are like, you only gave that an 8? It's like, yeah, but for us, an 8 is really high. Like our rating system is ridiculous, but our rating system is real. Like that's the thing. A ten is means absolutely perfect. Which guess what? There is no such thing as absolutely perfect. Not even your favorite games, Jim. So shut the fuck up. That's my point. If you're trying to be objective, if you're trying to weigh shit against other games, nothing should really get a ten. But that's something to achieve. So yeah, it's one of those interesting things. I I just would have laughed if they would have bought it, and then now it's under Microsoft. That would have been hilarious. And all of a sudden, all Sony games get terrible scores. That would be kind of funny to me. But you guys, let us know what you think in the comments below. 
Do you think it's real? Do you care? I mean, there's a lot of oh, questions. Oh, people care. <laughs> people fucking care. <laughs> All right, Chambers. So in this litany of we are finally completed the Microsoft saga, if you will, of their purchase and some of the outcome, I'm sure I, more I can't things... wait to see what news will come out tomorrow. All right, well, here's my question. Who's Microsoft going to buy next? What developers out there that would, like I said, outside of Fortnite, what would be a developer that then you'd go, this is a little too much? Um, I think everyone, what was fucking, everyone was kind of memeing that it's like, okay, well, now it's time for Sony to buy Rockstar. Like, that was the meme out there. Like, I mean, From Software is already kind of a second-party developer for, like, I think they release some stuff on Xbox, but they mainly release on PlayStation. Yeah. So, I mean, like, <clears throat> they could just finalize that and make that just like, hey, you're us now. But I, I think the biggest move that Sony could do is buy fucking Rockstar at this point. Yeah, but I just, I feel like Sony's done nothing. They haven't responded yet. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that everyone's fucking forgetting in all this. They kind of don't need to. No, they don't. Well, time will tell, right? Time if will all, tell. If all these games become exclusive, did they need to? Well, I mean, let's put it this way. Like, like off the top of my head, fucking numbers. Original Xbox to PS2. We're talking like 20 million sales to 150 million. 360 and PS3, they're both around like 80 to 90. Xbox One to PS4. It was, Xbox One was like 40 to 50 million. Xbox One's like 110, or PS4 is 110. Something like that. So, I mean, like, PlayStation has been crushing the goddamn competition since it's been around. So this is barely going to even this shit out. So even with all this crap going on, like, people are still going to want the fucking PS5s. But he but here's the thing. Like you said, what Xbox And especially doing, if they still just let Call of Duty be sold on PlayStation. That's it. I'm saying, okay, imagine the revert where everything they now bought is exclusive. I know we've talked about That's a game changer. If they yeah. did, Call of Duty is the best-selling franchise ever. And... With all the shit they've sold, like, if you look at the top ten best-selling games ever, it's like Minecraft and then all Call of Duties. Mm -hmm. So, at the end of the day, the other thing is, is Call of Duty going to continue that trend? Like, Warzone... It's, it's on a downturn. Like, Warzone's keeping it afloat right Warzone's now. Warzone's keeping it afloat. Like, no one, no one's cared about the last three releases. They've just all gone back to Warzone, to Warzone. after, like, a week. Yeah. But, <clears throat> there was talk, and we didn't cover it, but um, one of the things mentioned was that they may stop going to a yearly thing, release of Call of Duty. Which they should. I mean, they really well, should. Well, you know what it is? They needed to when Activision was on its own. Yes. Because that was like how EA is with Madden, where it's like, it's the, ten, it it's the 10 poll that will give us all the sales that we need to keep us afloat and in the, in the profits. Yeah. So we can do some other shit. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it's it'll be a weird thing to say. Like I said, if, for some, if not. And again, it, not like it's finalized either. Like, it's so it's going to take, like, another six months to a year before it's, like, sure, legally sure. finalized and, like, you know, the government doesn't say this is too much, we're going to stop Which this. Which they can't. Like I mean, they honestly, they can't. Because, like you said. If you no, I mean, they those, could. They wouldn't, though, if, if you, like, how you just basically said the numbers. I, I don't think they will, but they could. I doubt it. Because I think they'll do like they have with the Bethesda shit, where I think... Elder Scrolls 6 is purposely delayed because it's going to be exclusive. Yeah, probably. So, And look, if there's one thing we know about beautiful boomers in government, they don't really know shit about gaming or about technology or shit like care. that. No. 
So actually, I didn't think this was going to be a topic. I'll throw a link on here eventually. But so like, look at goddamn Italy with during their little like Zoom town hall meeting, someone throws up a video of Tifa, a hentai video of Tifa getting pounded in the middle of the Italian parliament. God damn it, Jim. Which is one of the most hilarious things you ever see, and it's being memed to death right now for good reason. I I don't even know what you're talking I, about. You haven't seen this, Jim. You know I am blissfully ignorant when it comes to God. Damn All right, it. so we will we will have a censored image, obviously, put up here. But Brian, you can edit this as you will. But our lovely friend Max Marvel was like, "Please talk about this." And I was like, "Oh, we got a kind of a loaded episode." But let's say it. Here you go. So. All right. I'm oh, gonna hit play. Oh. What the fuck is that? <laughs> well, that's Tifa for Final Fantasy VII Remake, Brian. I was going to say, what is Tifa? So, Tifa Lockhart. So, someone hacked it, I assume? I, I think someone like hacked into like their town hall and is they like... But the beautiful uh, thing I'm is how long... To, so, I'll block out... I'm trying to show the faces. I can't even myself right now see the faces of the people. But then they cut real quick to something else. But it wasn't real quick. It was like a good 20 seconds before was... they went, oh, shit. Here... And then, like, all the people in the background, like, there's one guy you can hear going, oh, Pasta Pazul, Gabagool, get this off the screen. <laughs> Damn it. Stop being racist. <laughs> racist and ableist. <laughs> Sums me up. Uh, yeah. So. so, Brian, thoughts? What do you think of that? I think it's hilarious. I obviously think that's hilarious. I'm just mad you... Did you actually know who that was? Or did when it was sent to you, you knew who Tifa was? No, I know who Tifa was. See, I don't know who that is. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII. So. It's kind of a big game, Brian. <sighs> Jim, don't you goddamn dare. Don't what? you goddamn... Actually, Brian, if, if you want to remember... Did we talk about Tifa's tits when that was going on? When that was a big controversy? No, Jim, we did not talk about Tifa's tits. Because that was a big controversy, Brian. People were pretty mad that they downsized their tits when they did the remake. People are always mad about breasts, Jim. Always. Whether too big, whether too small. It's never, no one's ever happy. Well, no one's no one's mad about too big. Oh, you'd be surprised, Brian. Who is possibly mad about too big? I don't know. A lot of Twitter. Oh, this is unrealistic. Shut up. Yeah, but those are not gamers. Yeah, but what do you call it? Fucking Cloud and his seven-foot sword isn't realistic either. Give me my fucking... God damn it, Jim. <laughs> Everyone going, oh, what, are you just going to beat off to a cartoon? Yes! Yes, I am! <sighs> These goddamn live events. <laughs> I mean, this is just like the more extreme version of like the fucking, uh, the, the court case where the guy had a picture of a cat as his face and he didn't know how to change it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or, yeah, I've seen a lot of Of course, of these... it's a little more malicious. But, yeah, yeah. Bo Boomers and Zoom, the, the only truly hilarious thing to come from that... all this is the boomerization of using all these services. And sure. Shit. And, and I've been on enough Zoom calls where people didn't realize they were on camera, thought they turned it off, or thought they unmuted. And they are they do provide hilarious moments. Like the guy from C CNN who started beating off in the middle of a call. <laughs> I'm just waiting for that to happen to you, Jim. Jeff That's something or other. I can't remember his fucking name. That's all I'm waiting for is it to happen to you. Hey, you know what? That is one of the <laughs> few advantages of me having to go into the office every day. Foolproof. Not happening there. All right, we're goddamn moving on. So the final topic, and we've covered interesting beer lawsuits in the past. 
So I didn't realize there was a whole history behind Yingling and their issues with Anheuser-Busch. Apparently in the past... Jeffrey uh, Tubin, he was a CNN beat-off guy. Do <laughs> Sorry. So... Do continue. Previously, and in the article below from Breweries and PA, um, you'll see they mention a tweet that uh, Anheuser-Busch, like one of their flagship beers, they said like a new generation of beers, which was very similar to when Yingling released their flights, which said a new gener generation of light beers. And they kind of like, you know, called out Anheuser-Busch. Anheuser-Busch deleted that whole like that that whole tweet and kind of got rid of that as their flagship for that beer well now anheuser-busch has said we have a new logo there's a whole nice little video to it and it's an eagle flying through the anheuser the a in the anheuser-busch and if you look at it without a doubt it's the same exact style eagle as yingling except the feet are cut off and some of the like, it's kind of rotated slightly. But it's basically the same eagle. Yingling uh, basically kept it kind of simple. Just said, cool new eagle. We're flattered. Yingling, America's oldest brewery established 1829. Here's where I, where I was actually amazed. Reading through the comments, the amount of defenders for Anheuser-Busch, where they're like, Oh, uh, Yingling, America's oldest brewery that's not distributed in Arizona. Like, they would, they, and then they would put it in states that they live in that's not district. They basically were saying, like, you're not as good as Anheuser-Busch because you're not distributed here. Which, to a casual, I guess it makes sense, but what the fuck? Like, we, but like, Stone and their bullshit with Keystone, I still don't agree that was close enough. I don't agree. But it's it's debatable if you want to if you want to be fair. You it's can say it's debatable. It's debatable. This one is undebatable. The eagle, like it, literally is like like they they twisted the neck a bit, but it's the same exact wingspan design so, and like almost the same like tail, like like like, and it hides so much of the A that it's like you basically mostly your eye is drawn just to the eagle. This is like when you used to copy our homework and we'd say make it different enough that it's not obvious and you change like one letter or something like you do one little thing and you're like jim that's not different enough like what the fuck i, I would get some <laughs> questions wrong on purpose i would try to do them you know myself legitimately and then i would get them wrong as i did what i'm saying is anheuser-busch clearly paid someone way too much they probably said we want an eagle somehow in here they said eagle beer yingling and they got the logo did a little snip snip change of coloring called it a day that's pretty goddamn insane to me <laughs> it's i, 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 I i'm it, like you know this just reminds me of that like that meat that classic meme that's out there from uh the simpsons with uh apu jumping in front of homer getting shot mm -hmm. from the robbery insane weirdos online with the guy like shooting and then like or no the guy shooting being like defenders of a billion dollar company yeah and then like you know weirdos online and crap like that I, that's what I don't get is I fully like, like this is obviously the casual beer market because no beer snob would be defending Anheuser AB InBev for anything even yeah like and that's the deal is realize, even if you don't like even if you don't like Yingling or even if you don't have it in your area a beer snob in the middle of bumfuck nowhere who's never tasted a Yingling 
would still love a Yingling over a and Bev and take yes. their side. And, and so it's it's definitely all the casual beer drinkers. But here's the deal. Like, and I'm the Keystone Light guy. Yeah, but what makes no sense is this is clearly punching up. You're not punching. Like, when you punch down, that's where it gets fucked up. I don't get that mentality of, like, nah, man, they just do better than you. You're just jealous of them. It's like, but they just stole your fucking, like, I, I, I really, that mentality, and I'm trying to do devil's advocate, I can't understand that defending of it. Like, even if you are a casual who's not a beer snob, who doesn't get yingling, who doesn't give a shit, why do you care enough to even tweet it out? Like, it, like this is like if the Yankees stole the logo of, like, the San Diego Padres. And, like, just, like, straight up copied their logo. And everyone went, what? Fucking Padres aren't as good as the Yankees. They can do what they want. Which, actually, that sounds like what Yankees fans would say. But, yeah, like, you have the person with all the money in the world and the person with, like, you know, no money comparatively. Yeah. And all that shit. And, like, you're still taking the side of the big guy. Then again, I am a Tom Brady fan, so. But here's the deal. But, but okay, like, but, see, it's tough. Like, how can a QB steal another QB's thing? But, yeah, I can't even make that comparison. But that's so weird. But I get what Right, would saying. this be like cheering on Jeff Jarrett for taking Kurt Angle's woman? Okay, you know what it would be like if The Rock came back and who's a low-level guy that a lot of wrestling fans really love? Well, you know what? Here's an even better one because it's actually like a closer controversy kind of that came. Like, Big E won the Money in the Bank. He was WWE champ for a bit. They just had that January 1st event, and Brock won the belt off him. That's not close at all. I was That more, is close, because he I was the more, little guy I, that people liked, but, but then would, the guy who's more the more established guy came back. If Brock came back and started using whatever Biggie's finisher is and labeled it as his own, that's more similar. Oh, okay. So talking about coming back and using the finisher. That's what I mean. Like, if you're taking something that somebody has as their own... And then you're like, yeah, if you if you're Brock and you all of a sudden like pick a finisher from whoever's a random dude, and he's like, that's my finisher now, and then people shit on that other wrestler, like, well, you just didn't do it good enough. That's where I would say that's fucked up. I'm sure that's probably happened too, oh, but for I can't. Sure. I can't remember. Yeah, but I can't. Yeah, we've seen. I mean, we've seen shittier like Kevin Owens stealing Stone Cold Stunner. Hey, he does a damn fine stunner. How dare you? But he's not anywhere near Stone Cold's level, and I don't, That's I don't get fair. mad at that yes. for that reason. Right. He's, but if for some reason he did catapult, and they tried to shit on Stone Cold in reverse, that would bother me. But like I said, I can't think of a comparison like that. I, what really amazed me was someone actually quoted. They're like, "It's Hitler versus Stalin. Who cares?" Because oh. they're basically saying like Yingling is so big that it's like it makes no. Di- I'm like. Number one, did you really just compare beer companies to fucking Hitler and Stalin? Like, what? This this is Twitter. Yes. Yes, they did. I just... And I get it. Maybe it's irony. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But I'm like, that's where we're at. At least Mussolini. Like, fucking Mussolini's so much further down the list of yeah. evil than fucking... But, like, Yingling's not evil. What did Yingling do the, bad? That was Yingling the point. didn't do shit. Everyone, like... And then there were... There were plenty of Yingling defenders. I'll say that. There was plenty that were like, "That'll be like saying what the like, fuck are you talking that'll be about? like comparing Hitler to like the fucking president of Czechoslovakia or something." Like Jesus, it just makes no sense. I just look at it like Anheuser Busch. The only devil's advocate I can do here 
is they are so disconnected from the beer market that they hired a shitty person to do their graphics. They did the job. Somebody looked at it and said, that actually looks pretty good. And whoever the top guy that hit stamps the approval truly did not know and just said, yeah, put that out there. I, I don't know, but this this went out. Possibly. That, that's the only thing I can say. this is not the first time they've crossed paths like this. So. That's my point. So um, this tweet from Yingling went out on January 19th. So we're only five days past that. In the past, when Yingling called out Anheuser. Wow, it's only been five days. Holy shit. Yeah. When they called him out, Anheuser corrected it. Five days on the internet feels like a lifetime. But it's sad that it's only gotten... 856 likes, 330 retweets. It's that's you know what that's the beer world on Twitter. That I, it is. It's very small. I'm sure in other forums, it's it's a bigger deal. I just was like I said, for me, I was shocked how much shit Yangling was taking from people, like shitting on them for something where it's not even. Cl- it's clearly you fucking copied it. Yeah, it's not even like comparable. So. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think there's... You give us a devil's advocate where we're wrong. Where Anheuser's in the right and it's not a big deal. That's what I would like to hear. Yeah. Give give us a real reason why. Yeah. You tell me. Yeah. So, with that, Chambers, what'd you think of the handheld IPA? It was an IPA. It's nowhere near as good as the other one. No, it was not as good as the other one. It's like, a little you, you too know, dry on the mouth. Like, every time I took a sip of this, and even with that final sip, I'm like, I got that that annoying dryness. Like, it's clearly not hazy. It's a West Coast IPA, which is too hoppy. Yeah. But it's also, like, weirdly forgettable, too. Like, I drank the, like, I plowed through it, and, like, nothing ever stood out the entire time I was drinking it. Yeah, and what do we say the percentage is on this guy? It's a good question. I don't think we even mentioned it. Uh, 6.6. 6. 6. So. It's all right. The other one's only 6.8, so. But the other one, it definitely gave more of a flavor, more lasting. Yeah. Like, look, this. It, the can is, is the buy. Can, can is the buy, and if you're drinking it and you like IPAs, you'll be fine with it. It does nothing special. It's fine. It's all about the can. Yeah. If you don't like IPAs, it won't convert you. If you like IPAs. Fine. Jim, would it pair well with the original Zelda? Ooh. <laughs> Run-of-the-mill mediocre beer with uh, <laughs> Go overrate, overrated good for its time, but aged like milk. <laughs> I mean, the second game was kind of run-of-the-mill, so. How dare you, sir. <laughs> I mean, that's more Ocarina of Time, so. I mean, you can't, you can't argue with the past one, so. <laughs> So, you guys, you let us know what you think below. But once again, if you've watched all the way through, please make sure, hit like, hit subscribe, hit that notification bell, because sometimes our shit doesn't get to you guys. If you're listening on the iTunes or the Spotify, please hit the follow buttons on there. Yeah, and if you are listening to us, leave us a five-star rating, which would really help us. And even if you want to bash the shit out of us, we will cover it in this podcast. Yep, and if you have any kind of reply to anything... Head on over to the YouTube side and leave a comment because we'll definitely see it and reply there. Yeah. So with that, everyone, we say have a good night. Cheers. Cheers, guys.